The Anthony Davis sitting down during the moment LeBron yeah. passed Kareem. Here's the thing. I, everybody's getting really upset over it. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I don't think it's that big of a deal. This is Anthony Davis watching LeBron knowing he's going to pass Kareem. You knew this was going to happen. And this is a dude that's going, oh, we're, and I, I'm not in his head. Didn't talk to him, but I, I, this is the impression I get. You're going, hey, yo, we're also losing to the Thunder right now through this whole process. Like, this is cool, but... Like, I've seen people call it disrespectful, and there's drama with Anthony Davis and LeBron James, and I understand. This is what happens with social media and a video you can interpret in any way you want to do it. Dude, this team was losing to the Thunder on night where LeBron, it was all about LeBron and history and passing Kareem, but this team sucks. The Lakers are terrible. And you can look at Anthony Davis and say, yeah, he's probably, one, upset that he's always hurt which is that he's developed that reputation even more in Los Angeles. And then on top of that, team's not winning, and you knew this was happening. We all knew LeBron was going to pass Kareem. We knew it was very likely. We talked about it on the show last night. Looked like looked like it was going to happen in that game. And then once you're in the third quarter, you're like, yeah, he's this is going to oh, be yeah. really, really easy. I'm just – I'm not as, like, up in arms about it as other people. I think it's just a little strange. It would be like if we were doing something and you were about to get an award mm -hmm. and I knew that you were going to get an award and all your family was there. And then when the accolades came, like I just kind of stepped off to the side and didn't hang out, didn't say congratulations, mm -hmm. didn't hug you, didn't dap you up, even though everybody else was. And they, they basically made this huge production, this huge celebration out of it. I thought that was like strange but also somebody made a great joke that maybe it's true anthony davis didn't want to move too fast because he always hurts himself that's also that's probably the biggest thing yeah i like that one he's the ryan horvath of the lakers i so. like that one i stopped I, doing I, that slander i was slander. uh i was uh thinking about it a couple different ways so i mean like i think what happened there was like you said they were losing to the thunder they're a bad basketball team and anthony davis is like this is what my career is right now we're losing to the thunder and we're going to take a half hour break here and celebrate lebron center court you were very bitter about that by the way but, last night but the, but then i thought about it and my hot take is my mm -hmm. first take my mm -hmm. mad dog take is anthony davis is from chicago we've already seen greatness we saw the real goat we saw the greatest scorer in nba history we're not impressed with what lebron is doing in this 35 but LeBron is minute the greatest show score in nba shot town don't care about lebron james and, that, and that's and that's my hot take but the real take is just anthony davis like here's the thing that record was going to be broken. If it wasn't going to be broken last night against the Thunder, it was going to be broken against the Milwaukee Bucks. If it wasn't broken against the Bucks, it'd be broken this weekend, Tuesday night. So, like, Anthony Davis knew this was coming. This wasn't, this, some, was this wasn't some shock. He wasn't there when Kerry Wood struck out 20 <laughs> batters. He wasn't there the last time somebody pitched a perfect game. Like, he knew going into this game LeBron was going to go off, and he's, like, through with it, kind of. Like, LeBron's cheesy. Also... Like post game, you already got to do your post game media. You got to shower. You got to take your ice bath. You got to get your chicken to go. And now your chicken to go. That's at every meal. I, I swear to God, every NBA meal to go, it's always like baked chicken or it's mastacholi or green beans. I've never seen anything else, at least when I was covering the Bucks. But now you're not getting out of that arena for 90 minutes. Maybe Anthony Davis had some plans. Maybe he had an Instagram baddie waiting for him at the hotel baddie. there's a certain point where you've seen it all and with lebron we've seen it all like who cares we knew this was going to happen we knew that this was going to be broken at some point you could watch the game and go oh yeah this is going to happen within this game tonight and that's exactly what happened uh kareem abdul jabbar actually talked about it after the game uh on tnt also lebron james well i think we have that audio so let's play that lebron's career is one of uh someone who planned 
to dominate this game. He got out of high school. He had the size and the talent to uh, step right into the NBA, and he immediately started to uh, have his effect. And, uh, you know, it's, it's gone for uh, almost 20 years now. Describe the GOAT, and where would you put yourself in that conversation? I don't know, man. You know, for me, um, you know, I think it's great barbershop talk. It's, um, it's going to happen uh, forever and ever. You know, if I was the GM or, or whatever the case may be of, of a franchise that was starting up and I had the number one pick, I'd take me. But that's just me because I believe in myself. Like, I don't have a problem saying that because, like, we know how good LeBron James is. I know people get upset with those kind of, you know, arrogant answers, you might say. But, like, let's be honest. If you're going to talk about the greatest players in NBA history, LeBron is in the conversation as one, as two, maybe as three if you put Kareem there. But Drista just showed – he just showed me a picture of Anthony Davis. It is a bad look when you do see everybody standing up and he's got kind of a frown on his face. I, I just don't think it, I don't think it bothered when, him. When Wenyan Gabriel, him. maybe he took the under on his point. Yeah, when yeah. Wenyan Gabriel, you told me you were gonna do it against the Bucks, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when Wenyan Gabriel and Austin Reeves and Juan Toscano, Toscano Anderson, and even Rui, who's been there for like a cup of coffee, are all celebrating, and you, Anthony Davis, who are his best friends on the team, you do nothing. It's a little, it's a little weird. It's a little weird. Yeah, he's over it. Has he's he it. has he talked about this yet? Like, has anybody asked him? Because I'd love to know what his answer would be. Like, why he was doing that? Because he's going to get asked at some have point. Have to. Have to. You have to ask also, him. Also, back to LeBron, I just wish for one day he would say the stuff that he says on the barbershop. Like, on the shop. Yeah. He will say on the shop in six months, and we'll see it, and it'll probably be the offseason, or maybe it'll be, like, game four. And they're going to be like, oh, yeah, like, how does that scoring record impact you? And he's like, I am the GOAT. No, like there is no debate. I, it is me. I am here. There is no one else better than me. But then when you ask him post game, he's like, well, you know, if I had to take anyone drafting and I'm number one, I would take me. But that's just because I believe my, in myself and it's good barbershop talk. I thought to myself, yeah, we're going to hear you talk about it in the barbershop and you're going to be right. saying nothing uh, like wishy washy about so you're it. You're saying LeBron is more calculated with his answers after a game. Shocking. Mm -hmm. Would have never guessed Shocking. that. Shocking. I would have never guessed that. I would look at him different if he didn't think he was the greatest player of all time. I mean, you saw Michael Jordan's Hall of Fame ceremony where he didn't even talk about himself. Well, he did, but he just talked about how much better he was than everybody. He called out everybody from Ewing to. Reggie Miller, he's like, you guys were a bunch of bums. I did nothing but beat you. I'm the greatest of all time. And that's how you should be, I think. Like, you should strive to be the best, no matter what it is. So my dad always says, hey, you're going to be a mailman? Be the best mailman. If you want to be a teacher, be the best teacher. You should want to be the best. And LeBron's in the conversation, so he should think of himself as the greatest of all time. He'd be wrong, but... He'd be wrong. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, he's... We could, we I could think spend he's, an entire show think, talking about no, this. No, again, I've said, I think he's the greatest all-around player of all time. Yes. I don't think he's the greatest scorer of all time. And I that's, think that's Michael that's Jordan. That's an actual real conversation and argument is when we start yeah. throwing out this, who's the greatest player of all time? It starts with how you define player, right? Like it, everybody, then the, the laziest argument always becomes, well, Jordan won six titles and these six for six in the finals. Stop. Stop it right there because this is a team sport. Right. And the Bulls also won 55 games the year that Jordan retired when they had Scottie Pittman. So he had a really good team around him. So it becomes so much more than that. If you look at complete player, uh, you know, guy that's been most efficient, guy that was able to do the most on the court, guy that was able to make everybody around him better in terms of team or individual players, that's LeBron James. If you say, hey, the guy I want the ball, 10 seconds left, fourth quarter, who's going to have it? I'm going to take Jordan over LeBron. Even though LeBron James has more clutch points than Michael Jordan in the playoffs, 
Jordan wins that. Like, I would much rather have Jordan have the ball, but he's going to look to score. LeBron is going to make the best play, whether it's a pass or whatever the case is. So it's just different. And by the way, they're also totally different players. They're completely different. Like, our, we're not comparing Kareem and LeBron. Guess what? Totally different players. Like, completely different. So it's just it's an exhausting argument that I understand exists. But at, at some point, you have to take a step back and go, this doesn't even make any sense to have this conversation because they're totally different in totally different eras. None of it makes any sense. Yeah, but the thing is, LeBron wanted to be MJ. He wore number 23, and he was, like, the closest thing. I mean, Kobe, you watch their – I mean, if you watch Kobe and Michael Jordan, I mean, they're identical. Mm -hmm. Right, like, Kobe wanted to be MJ. And I know LeBron did, too, but LeBron's just a totally different player than anything we've ever seen because we never saw guys like LeBron in the 90s. There weren't 6'8", 250-pound small forwards that could handle the ball. Those guys were power forwards. That was Anthony Mason. Like, he's yeah. built like Anthony Mason, but he moves like a point guard. So I agree. LeBron's the better rebounder. He's the better facilitator. He's probably the better defender. Like Jordan early on in his career was a lockdown defender. A little bit later on, he got lazy. He didn't have to defend. There was a reason why like Ron Harper was on that team. And Scottie Pippen was always a really good defender. Good point about the Bulls winning 55 games. They also, they also should have beat the Knicks. And you know this damn well. If Hugh Hollins doesn't call that terrible foul, mm -hmm, that's the truth. They probably go to the Eastern <laughs> Conference Finals. I thought Pippen should have been the MVP that year. But uh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, his, his yeah. problem was he wasn't a team guy. He would sit out in the big moments like when he did in the playoffs. Kukoc had to hit that shot. Poor Pippen. No love for Kukoc. If I was looking forward to like the next stage of LeBron's career, because we know he wants to make a point. He's, he said before on the shop, you talk about that. He's mad he doesn't get put in the conversation of greatest scorers of all time. Well, now you've surpassed Kareem. Oh, yeah. So you have to be in the discussion. But here's the thing. He's fourth on the all-time assist list. I would start taking overs on his assist props on a regular basis. I think he's going to start trying to rack up assists. He's like, he's got, what is he at? Uh, 11, 10,354. John Stockton's at 15,000. So there's Jeez. a long way to go. I mean, John Stockton, let's be honest here. Right. If you're looking for a true classic, like creator, point guard, short distributor, shorts. short shorts, always got to have the short also, shorts. We know he's, out, like, out. he's a little bit canceled right now. Also, As he just, Oh yeah, there was a he's, lot of he's that He's a quack. Yeah. He's a quack. quack <laughs> so this is, this yeah. is why it's the best because Carl Malone would be in the same situation. You yeah. just focus on what they did on the court for these discussions and it's a lot easier. because Those jazz getting, teams, they were some quacks. They There was there was a lot going on there, that's for sure. Yeah, but my favorite LeBron now is going to want to pass. LeBron James wants to climb up this list to be able to say all-time greatest scorer and one of the greatest passers. It's going to be really tough to pass somebody like John Stockton, but He's already passed Magic Johnson and Steve Nash. I mean, these are some really good names there. For this sure. is the next thing for him. So then you can say, well, he's, he's everywhere. He's done everything. And that's that's when the discussion about greatest player of all time really takes shape. It's about everything that LeBron James could do in his career. And that's why I compare him to Magic Johnson. Like, Magic yeah. Johnson was – you had never really seen a six foot eight point guard. And that's why, I mean, we all watch – we watch the series on HBO or maybe you read the Jeff Perlman book. But they didn't even know if they wanted Magic Johnson as the point guard. They were thinking about playing him off the ball or as a smaller mm -hmm. power forward. Remember, Kareem gets hurt in the NBA right. Finals when he's a rookie and he, he plays, plays the center, center position. Yeah. And that's why I compare him and LeBron. Listen to those names that you're reading: John Stockton, Mark Jackson. These yep. are all six foot one point guards. Yep. LeBron James is a six foot eight power forward, small forward, and he's probably going to finish at least top three in assists. So it's remarkable what he's done. He's a hell of a player. I just think him and Jordan are just like you said, totally opposite. They are different. Yeah. And that's really what it comes down to. Thing is, though, too, you got Chris Paul still climbing. Chris Paul still playing. Yeah. So, you know, he's Point third, guy. but he keeps going. And Chris, I would take Chris Paul over John Stockton. I want to throw this out there. I would, too. Ten times out of ten Here's any the thing, day. Here's the thing about Chris Paul that doesn't yeah. get mentioned enough. The assist-to-turnover ratio. Man, that guy does not turn the ball over at all. Mm -mm. And he makes everybody around him better. Now you want to talk about maybe how he is as a teammate. 
or there's the whole secret passageway in the Clippers game and the fight like that. Yeah. There's a lot of other things. Fine, I don't care. Chris Paul on the court, that is that is how if, – if I was to create a player in 2K and I wanted to make a point guard, it's Chris Paul. Yeah, for sure. Unbelievable, unbelievable point guard. Yeah, I mean, I love Chris Paul early on in his career. Loved Chris Paul really up until he went to the Clippers. I liked that first year with Blake Griffin. And then he kind of like, obviously, like you said, there was the uh, him and Rondo situation. I was always like Team Rondo there. But I don't know. You kind of want a guy like that. I like that about Chris Paul. He's undersized, but he doesn't really take any crap from anybody. He's like the guy that if he's on your team, you love him. But if you're going against him, you hate him, obviously. Yeah. Not to the Patrick Beverly degree. No. But, yeah, know. him and Pat Bev, obviously, their, their rivalry, too. He's had a rivalry yeah. with, like, pretty much everybody in the league. He, he tends to Even his own teammates. The way. And yeah. Doc Rivers, too. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I've talked to some people about uh, what he's like as a teammate. It's it, The stories are interesting, let's just say the least. But I don't care. If I'm building a team, I want a guy that's going to go out there and make everybody better.